the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and wow. Wow, 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 wow. You know, I hope everybody's having a wonderful week. I hope everybody got a smile on their face. I hope everyone is full of joy because I am. I'm full of joy. I'm happy. One reason I'm happy, I'm back in Southern California. I'm in uh, San Diego Studios, and I got my great producer, Todd Pirate, which I'm looking at him right now. Look at him. <laughs> it's, it's, it's awesome to have you in the studio. And We're blessed to have you here, brother. Man, it's an absolute pleasure being here. And, and Todd, we got this absolutely fantastic guest with us tonight coming from Uganda. Love it. International. International, man. Coming from Uganda. And and she is going to teach us, tell us, influence us, guide us on some of the things that she is doing in Uganda, especially when it comes to the young women, young girls, and uh, some of the initiatives that that she is doing. And so I am so excited, you know, to have Monica, and I'm I'm going to try not to mess up her name, Monica Nuragu. I messed it up. (laughs) <laughs> New Wagu Hawanda. You know what? Just tell, tell us what your name is. Just tell us, cause I don't want to butcher it. Just tell the listening audience what what what's your name. So my name is Monica Niraguhawa. You know, I, I wasn't even close on that one, Todd. I wasn't even close. But you know, it's an absolute pleasure having you on the show and all the great things that you are doing over there. And listen, to the audience, you want to be part of this great conversation and talk to Monica. That's one three four four eleven seventy again. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. First of all, Michelle might be joining us later uh, during the show. Yeah, we'll see. But it's not. You know, I got it. I got the ship. I got the guy. The ship. You know. So uh, the title of today's show is "Girls Up Initiative" in Uganda, and the purpose of today's show is, first of all, is to meet this young lady that's our guest uh, that uh, we're going to be talking to. You know, so getting to know the background of executive director and co-founder of Girls Up Initiative of Uganda with Monica Nyagurahawa. I, I think I got it halfway right that time. Also, to discuss the nonprofit organizations Girls Up Initiative uh, of Uganda is doing and discuss the challenges faced by Ugandan girls and most importantly, discuss the various programs offered by Girls Up Initiative in Uganda. You know, so it's like I said, I am so excited. Let me let me tell you a little bit about Monica. Monica is born and raised in Uganda. And it's like I said, she is the executive director and co-founder of Girls Up Initiative Uganda. She has over 10 years of experience in the area of girls 
Education and Social Empowerment. She holds an MA in Education, Gender and International Development from the University College in London and also a BA in Adult Communication Education from Mishwawa University. She is an Obama African Leader Fellow, a Premier Fellow, a Code Fellow, and an African Visionary Fellow. Monica believes that every girl voice matters in advancing social transformation in this world. So let's put our hands together and welcome Monica to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. So how you doing, Monica? I know we just talked about that a little bit, but uh, a lot of things that you're doing over there, especially when it comes to these young ladies. You know, first of all, can you tell our listening audience what was this? What is it like growing up in Uganda? And tell us uh, a little bit about you that we didn't cover in the body. Yes, so growing up in Uganda is pretty exciting, just like any other young person, just like any other child brought into the world. As a child, everything is exciting because. As a child, you do not understand. Um, I mean, the world itself with its challenges. So growing up is pretty fun, playing around with, you know, with your peers, uh, having parents, going to school. So it's pretty fun. But again, as you grow up, you, be, you begin to, to understand the realities of life be, beyond the excitement. And uh, so growing up is both, you know, um, a beautiful journey, but also a challenging journey, especially for girls and young women, given that uh, Uganda is one of those spaces or communities that are really patriarchal uh, and believe, you find that communities and family believe that uh, men are more superior than women. Uh, but I know that through this transformative work, we are beginning to change that narrative of communities appreciating uh, both men and women contributing to the society's ecosystem for development. So it's really been growing up in a midst of excitement and challenges, but using the challenges as a stepping stone to bring about social transformation in my own life and the lives of communities that I serve through Gallup Initiative Uganda. Wow. I mean, you're doing such great things over there. So it had been instilled at a young age uh, that uh, you was going to go out, go out and help others. Who was your role models uh, that you had uh, when you was growing up? Yeah. But for you to get the passion and experience and all of these things that you're doing right now, can you tell us a little bit about it? So my role model has always been my teacher, my high school teacher that looked at me the very first time I went to boarding school and believed in me. I mean, it was just a matter of one person believing in me as a young woman, believing in me as a leader, even before I could contest for any leadership position. And so for me, my school teacher was that one person that inspired me to do the things that I'm doing right now. Of course, as a young girl, I didn't realize that I would be leading this global organization. But looking back in terms of the steps, the encouragement, the mentorship, I really recognize that it started from her believing in me as a girl, in an individual, in me, in my strength. And this has really helped me grow myself, but also helped me inspire 
and mentor others as well. Wow. Uh, did your parents stress to you the importance of education? Because, I mean, I, I see you, you're a lifelong learner. And so uh, did they have anything to uh, do with encouraging you to continue to, to get as much education and learn much as possible? Absolutely. I do believe that for all people in this world who do great things in whatever capacity, there's something about their own stories or their own personal lives or lives of people who have been associated to them that inspired them to do what they do. I'm one who believes that nothing just falls out of nowhere. Usually there are those seeds. So definitely I, I did face challenges of accessing an education because I was a girl and therefore I always had to prove myself worthy to be in school. I had to always to prove that I can make it, I can make, I can get good grades. And so for me, just going through this kind of emotional violence as a child, especially emanating from my own family, uh, kept me wondering that what needs to be done. I mean, can is this how it's going to continue for all girls? And therefore, when I kept in school and succeeded in school, I think I had this burning desire to change the narrative. And that's why I'm so passionate about girls' education. I'm so passionate about building girls' self-esteem because I know it starts right from the self-esteem to acquiring an education to make a life out of it. So that really speaks a lot about who we are as Gallup Initiative Uganda. Wow. I mean, passion, the passion that you deliver, and I'm looking at you, and I can, I can see it in, in your face. You know, so uh, we're going to come back. We're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back, and we're going to finish talking to this young lady. I mean, what do I mean by finish? We're going to start again with the next segment. We still got there for three more segments. So I tell you, one be part of this great conversation. That's one 888 Again, that's one 888 it's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. 
Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. We're talking to Monica, and uh, I tell you, she is such a fascinating young lady. We, uh, Todd and I was kind of looking through your website and uh, doing a lot of great things here. And uh, listen, audience, uh, for you can get a quick glance if you're on your computer. You can go to www.girlsupagunda.org, and you'll see some of this fascinating stuff that this young lady is doing. And uh, She's a trailblazer. She's setting the path global. And uh, we're going to get all off into that. We're going to talk a whole lot about that. In Real quick, James, too, I want to uh, update on the on the website. It's girlupuganda.org. Girl. Singular girl. Oh, yeah. Girls. I mean, yeah. so we're going we gonna to get all off into that right now because I want to learn as much as I can about uh, what you're doing. And listen, audience, if you want to be part of this conversation again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Monica, now, ah. I held back long, long as I could. Can you tell us about Girl Up Initiative of Uganda and why you started it? So Girl Up Initiative Uganda is a, a grassroots organization that aims to empower adolescent girls, young women, and, and communities in general so that they do prioritize girls' education, but also recognize that for our community's transformation, it's important that girls and women are at the center of this transformation because we know that women are the custodians of communities. And so it's very important that they are educated in all fields. Um, so Gallup Initiative Uganda started because there was a huge demand in the slum populations of Kampala and there wasn't programming at the time that focused on adolescents. And so there was so much programming that focused on women. And yet we know that if sometimes we are to address or challenge the negative stereotypes that keep girls and women lagging behind, it's important that we start to address, we start to raise consciousness among these adolescents when they are very young. And that speaks a lot to why we focus on girls, because we believe that at a stage when someone is still a girl, their innocence is still you know, valid. And it's important that in those early stages of life, they are equipped with accurate information that helps them, you know, better their lives, helps them challenge the negative peer pressure, even in school, helps them speak out in events where they are faced with violence, whether in homes or communities. And so that's why Gallup was formed. Uh, this year we shall be 10 years. It's been 10 active years of doing this work and transforming communities. And we are very proud of what we've collectively 
achieved as a team. Wow. You know, can you tell us uh, uh, some of the challenges uh, that uh, Ugandan girls might face when attempting to get a better better education? I mean, yes. So the challenges are really challenges that are beyond their control for most of them. One of them arises from their own families who do not value girls' education as much as they value a boys' education that... I just want to paint a picture that if you found a family having boys and girls, the likelihood of boys going to school before girls as a parent tries to you know, raise more funds for a child to go to school is you'll see that the boys will go first as the girls take care of the home and you know, nurture the home. So you find that this is a challenge that a girl experiences right from a household setting, which is really tough. But the other challenges are around violence. Um, you find that even the COVID itself, you know, exposed this kind of violence and um, family neglect that we've seen that so many parents do not actually, I mean, invest time in raising their children. And so during the pandemic, we saw so many girls getting pregnant uh, and yet the country was locked and yet they were living with their parents. So you find that the issue of sexual violence is the other issue that girls face. And therefore, it's important that our programming focuses on supporting adolescents to be able to, to even define violence, to even understand what it is, to even understand what are some of the warning signs before violence happens. And of course, the, the, the rates of teenage pregnancy in Uganda are quite huge. So it goes back to us supporting young people with accurate information around their sexual and reproductive health. So those are some of the challenges that education, access to education is a challenge. Most girls do not complete. They could attempt going to school, but they do not complete as much as their male counterparts. And of course, the violence continues to happen. It was escalated during the COVID times with high cases of teenage pregnancies. And of course, all the other school-related challenges where you find that sometimes girls have to drop out because uh, they do not have school fees, their parents don't have enough school fees. But also the other intriguing challenge is um, that challenge around growth and menstruation, that you find that girls drop out of school because they cannot afford a sanitary pad to use while uh, menstruating in those five days of menstruating in a month. So you find that it contributes to girls, you know, missing classes and eventually their morale for school goes down and, you know, you find that some of them really drop out of school. Those are some of the challenges that girls face and that we are trying to address. So um, you mentioned about the challenges. So what is exactly is girl up doing to help her some of the violence and some of the, the major challenges and other things that, that might be needed? So what we are doing is to work again with the girls so that as a girl, they do have accurate information around things that affect their lives. But also we know that a girl does not exist in a vacuum. So we work with community structures or community stakeholders and uh, key to this is the parents because parents are the first-hand, you know, first-hand caretakers for these children. So working with parents to ensure that they understand their role, especially in terms of protection of children is one of the critical things we do. We work with local leaders so that 
they continue to spearhead girls' education. They continue to encourage members of their community to support girls, you know, keep in school, encourage them. Uh, we work with boys as well because we know that when violence happens, especially in the school setting, uh, there's a likelihood that the boys are the perpetrators. So in terms of responding to some of those challenges is working with men because we know that we do not exist in a vacuum. We do exist with men. So it's important that conversations with men are held. But these are conversations aimed towards supporting girls' retention and uh, survival in the communities. Wow. I mean, I, I know this is probably the next question is probably going to be a little uncomfortable. Uh, but what is uh, girls up doing to uh, help these girls uh, curb the temptation so they won't get caught up in the transactional sex uh, thing? Number one is to always in, to, to, to support girls to understand that they are of value and uh, working around their self-esteem and self-confidence and supporting them to appreciate that um Having transactional sex will not solve the challenges that they have over time. It could solve the immediate needs challenges, but it will not solve the, the, the bigger challenge. Instead, it, it, it exposes them to even other, you know, multifaceted challenges that come with very huge implications. So for us, conversations with girls to recognize who they are to appreciate themselves is one of the best, you know, recipe of our program that once you're in touch with yourself, once you value yourself, then there's a likelihood that you're not going to be taken up by the negative peer influence. And of course, we do encourage girls to speak out. We do encourage girls that when faced with very tough challenges, they can reach out to us. Uh, into in our programming, we also have what we call emergency support that supports girls in case a girl is in dire need of financial support. We are able to support instead of this girl resorting to transactional sex. So, really, it's more around supporting girls to recognize who they are, appreciate who they are, uh, and just telling them that a little bit of patience and and resilience will take them far. Wow, I tell you, I want you to hold those thoughts uh, because I'm gonna come back and find out what the governor government is doing to help curb these problems. So we're gonna take a station break, but we come and we're gonna pick it right up and continue talking to Mother. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or 
or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true-life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. I'm just uh, enjoying uh, this great conversation I have with Monica and uh, all the great things that uh, she is is doing to help young ladies and, and uh, you know uh, young girls out and also educate them on a lot of things that they need to know to be extremely productive citizens. So first of all, Monica, I want to give you a double thumbs up because uh, you're doing it. And uh, hey, Todd, uh, are, are you enjoying this? Uh, Man, what an inspiration Monica is. You know, some people may see something like this as such a daunting task. She's just taking it on head first she's taking it on head first and she also sees uh i think purpose in educating these young ladies to get them to understand that you do have purpose and uh yeah she's leaving a she's got purpose and she's leaving a legacy all the all the girls and boys lives that she's touched um and and once again the website's girlupuganda.org um, you can go on there. They've got awesome th- links on there. You can get involved. You can donate. I, I even like the one link they've got on there that has a shop. You can click click on there, and it shows some beautiful Missouri designs. And there's a purse and some other things. I think I, you know, I I might get some uh, shopping done for my girlfriend early here before uh, her birthday coming up in a couple months. Well, I, I think we need to do that. And uh, uh, my show is uh, and wherever you're listening at this in the in the world because we are being broadcast in over 120 other countries. Please go on this website www.girlupuganda.org. Yes. And I tell you, this is a a cause that we all have to be on the same team in order to make sure that uh, we we know that we're in the same game together. We have to live together, love each other together. Well, I know you always talk about being a good citizen, and I know you know we need to be good global citizens. 
not just to people around us, close distance, but worldwide. Every you know, we we can help people on a whole different continent and leave our legacy behind by helping these people in this program, these amazing programs. And it just makes you feel good to know that you're helping people. And uh, again, we all are in this world together. So we all have to love each other together. We yes. all must help each other. Yeah. So, uh, listen, audience, you heard what I taught, and I just said, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Monica, I want to get back. So, what is the local gov- government in Uganda doing to help or uh, combat some of these challenges and to also increase the education gap uh, between the the male and the female. Yes, so the local government definitely gives us the environment to be able to conduct these programs and therefore we do not work just as us but we work in partnership with government because um, we believe that organizations complement what our state should be doing for for you know for its citizens for its children and therefore, in areas where the state is unable to reach the last mile child, that's where the organization is able to reach the last mile child and bring services closer to its people. So our government, our local government especially, provides us with the environment to be able to operate, but also giving us the license to be able to engage because when you operate an organization and you're not licensed, sometimes people are, are skeptical. But when you, you're given a national license that allows you to, to do this work, that allows you to, to fundraise, that allows you to engage with people globally is something that we appreciate. But also government recognizes our efforts in championing the rights of girls and women And so they've always reached out to us to lead key national events. And of course, this helps in in putting the word there and and building advocacy themes around let's keep girls in school, let's support our children to complete school, let's ensure that we are respectful to both girls and women in our communities. So definitely we work closely with government because we complement what government would otherwise be doing. But because of uh, different challenges, again, that governments have, that's where we come in to make sure that everyone, um, I mean, a service reaches each and every one. Wow. Just two-part question, you know, because, um, you know, uh, girls up in Uganda is, you know, you, you all are helping, uh, currently helping assist uh, girls in the slums or, or Kampala. That's, I think that's the capital Sure. Now, tell us exactly some of the programs that you all are doing uh, to assist uh, these young ladies. Yeah, so some of the programs we do have in-school programs and out-of-school program. Our in-school program is called the Adolescent Girls Program, which is really a critical program or the core program of all our work. And this is where the mentorship, the psychosocial support, the career guidance, the, the role modeling and mentorship happens for girls, uh, and it's a year-long program. And for this year alone, we've enrolled over 2,400 girls to participate in this program in over 30 partner schools here in Uganda. We do have a big sister program that is a, a mentorship space for girls who graduate off the Adolescent Girls Program because as girls grow and evolve, their challenges equally evolve. And therefore, at every stage of involvement, it's important they 
that the mentorship and the tailor-made support continues to happen. We do have the Missouri Designs Hub, and uh, this is our social enterprise that skills out of school young women, especially young mothers in tailor in fashion and design skills. So it operates more like a social enterprise that we are able to sell products that support these families with livelihoods, but also skill young women who are not in the school environment so that they tap into livelihood skills for their own benefit and for their families' benefit. We do have the She Leads Advocacy Program, which is a national level program that prioritizes ensuring that girls and young women participate in different decision-making spaces and their voice are being heard. We are very excited that beyond working with communities, our girls are able to represent other girls in national forums and have conversation with policymakers and hold them accountable to issues that affect girls and young women. We do have the Nieto Youth Program that really focuses on adolescent sexual and reproductive health of young people and, of course, prevention of gender based violence. We do have a scenario in Uganda where the cases of domestic violence are really, really high. So engaging the youth in terms of understanding what's their role in preventing violence right from their homesteads is something that we do in order to curb the issues of teenage and unwanted pregnancies. It's important that young people are supported with tailor-made sexual and reproductive health and rights information but also ensuring that we bring those services closer to their communities. Those are some of the programs that we run at Gallup Initiative Uganda. Wow. So do you also have programs that assist uh, these young ladies out in mental health counseling and, and, and things that the stress that they might be going through? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. We do have uh, what we call an emergency response fund. So it's not only a fund, but it's also a a lot is done around psychosocial support. And for all the programs that I've mentioned, psychosocial support and counseling is a cross-cutting component because young people require counseling, adolescent girls require counseling, but sometimes realize that beyond counseling, someone may need funds to be able to, for example, access justice in the event that they have been raped. They have to facilitate the process for justice to happen. And that's where our emergency support funds come to support, especially when psychosocial cases become those that need a little bit of funding to be solved. So psychosocial support and counseling is a cross-cutting theme or a cross-cutting component in all our programs. Wow. You know, we're going to take a station break. I know we're taking it a little early, but I want to hold this off because it's going to take more than a minute uh, for you to explain the next question that I come back with. So I tell you, uh, the things that you're doing, the initiatives that you have created through your organization is priceless. And listen, audience, we're going to come back and we're going to continue to talk to this great young lady. You know, remember, you can be part of this conversation by calling one 888 It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley.
The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County. AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, um, my heart, no, my 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 soul, my spirit is uh, touched in listening to Monica and some of the things that she she is doing over in Uganda and having a global impact on the world as well. Because uh, this problem exists not just in one country; it exists in many. And to have somebody with a tender spirit, a great heart, and you know, willing to go out and and do all they can to make this world a better place, make lives for young girls and young women a better place is absolutely magnificent. And so Todd, man, I, again, I, I, I'm just enjoying everything that this young lady is talking. And isn't this inspiring? I want to go out there. I want to change the world after this show. I want to go and do the best I can to help young people. You know, and that's, that's been my mission uh, uh, pretty much uh, my whole life is to make sure that uh, you have to pay for it. You have to pay for it. You have to give back. You have to it have to be a life of service, I believe. And so uh, I think that's what Monica is, is doing. It's a life of service. And just to see a smile come on someone's face that you have helped. Uh, this to me that just brings tremendous uh, a, a tremendous feeling a joy. Remember that old slogan, "Be like Mike." Oh, I yeah. think it should be "Be like Monica." Be like Monica. <laughs> Listen to artists again. If you want to be part of this, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Monica, uh, can you uh, tell our listening audience or share a story uh, with us about uh, uh, how Girl Up has impacted uh, one life or two lives? Do you have any specific stories that you might want to share with us? Yes. I would love to share a story of one of, one of our girls who joined our program and was battling depression. And uh, she was battling depression because she developed uh, um, a physical disability as an adult child. She wasn't born with this disability. 
And so she was contemplating suicide at the time she joined us and we were able to take her through counseling, mentorship. And uh, I'm, I'm so proud of her that four years in this program, she's one of our leading global advocates on inclusion for girls living with disability and the realities of children or persons with disabilities, given that not everyone recognizes or acknowledges that they equally need to be brought into the equation, that as we are designing programs, interventions, we should design programs that support children living with disabilities. I've seen her evolve from appreciating her new self appreciating and embracing her disability, looking at her disability as an opportunity for her to be an icon in the world who speaks for girls with disabilities. I've seen this girl be taken up by all, by major big icons. Her story uh, has been adopted by big icons, you know, just as a motivator for, for girls who are battling, who are silent about personal struggles, uh, for them to come out and, you know, tap into this this movement, get the support they require and be the best versions. Uh, she, she now talks, you know, about her depression more openly and freely because it's now past her. And she embraces her disability because she knows that she believes that everything happened so that she can be an icon and a voice for other girls living with disabilities just like her. That's one of the most powerful stories I could share because it shows how sometimes people struggle so much with the self that it's not even about the knowledge, but it's about the self-recognition, self-appreciation. And then once that is handled, then they can, you know, be able to appreciate all that the world has to, to give them and they are able to tap into what the best versions of themselves to influence and impact others. Wow. I mean, all the great things that you all are doing. How is Girl Up funded and how can the world help out? I mean, can you tell us a little bit about that? So Girl Up is funded predominantly by individual donors and foundations. This work started because individual people supported this movement with whatever they had. Again, it wasn't about how much, but it was about the committedness and the willingness to, to sow a seed. So Gallup is funded majorly by individual funders and foundations. And most of our, our funds come from the United States, which we are very grateful so that's where our funding comes for predominantly. Yeah, so uh, the pandemic uh, kind of threw a wrench in uh, uh, a lot of foundations, in mine in particular as well. You know, so how have your foundation handled the pandemic? And are you all getting back to normal or halfway back to normal? I think for us, in terms of funding for the institution, we're not affected because all the foundations that fund us appreciated that our work was much needed and the pandemic just helped escalate some of the issues that girls grapple with globally. And so there was even more need for them to invest even more. So we're one of those who were really, you know, blessed that our programming didn't stop. Instead, there was yearning from 
other partners to support this work because we were in the communities. We got affected with COVID, but we couldn't leave the communities because there was so much happening that needed our support and our services. So we did find a challenge as such because our work was equally relevant even in the tough times of COVID-19 and all the countrywide lockdowns. Wow. So uh, are there any plans uh, of bringing some of the girls to visit the United States? You know, you are coming uh, there or folks coming from the United States to uh, Uganda to uh, support and help out and just uh, check things out. So is is that in the work? Yes. We'd like to invite all of you to come and visit Uganda. Come and explore Uganda. Come and have a site visit. Come and meet the girls in Uganda. Even if opportunity came for one of the girls to go to the U.S., just one girl of a thousand. But if you came, then you can meet the thousand girls. How about that? If so, I, welcome. <laughs> if I ever get a chance, I am coming. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, if I get an opportunity, I'm certainly uh, going to come over that way. And because uh, I am, I love what you're doing, and I love. Now, now I got to throw a wrench in here. So you're doing all these great things uh, for all these young ladies and you know, your foundation. What motivates you? What motivates you, Mona? I think my biggest motivation is to create a better world for each girl. And I know that if I transform the village. Imagine if thousands of girls are educated globally. Our world is transformed. That motivates me a lot. That motivates me. Now we're down to the last two minutes. And uh, what are at least one or two quick takeaways that you want our listening audience uh, to get from this great conversation, this great interview that I'm having? For the audience, for them to recognize that all of us can influence the world in positive ways. All of us can make a difference in the lives of our families, in the lives of communities. All of us can live a life of legacy. So it's important that as, you know, as we enjoy life, it must be purposeful to, to anyone, really. It doesn't have to be about anything. I mean, as you, as you live life, make sure it's purposeful. Make sure that when you leave this world, people will have your memory. People will embrace your generosity your hard work, your empathy. I mean, let's all go and make the world a better place. It starts with us. Wow. Uh, real quickly, how can uh, uh, our listener audience, anyone get in touch with you if, if they want to donate, if they just want to talk to you a little bit more about this? Can you tell them real quickly how they can do that? Yes. So just reach out onto our website uh, at www.gallupuganda.org. Once you hit our website, there are contact details. Feel free to use any of our media channels to reach out and we shall be in touch. Hey, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the James Cooley Show. It's your life. You just educated the world. <laughs> and uh, Monica, I really want to uh, thank you. You're doing a great, great thing globally. Keep up the great work. You know, so i like to thank my great uh, producer, Todd Pirate. You know, I mean, you, my friend, <laughs> you know, Michelle wasn't able to make it today, but I'm sure she's listening in. But uh, Monica, I, I would love to bring you back on. Uh, I'll go through Crystal and, 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 and your peeps and make sure we can do this because I want to keep uh, uh, keep track on what you're doing and, and whatever we can do to help you out you know so but uh listen audience uh you always uh the driving point uh in the show i want you to continue to, to keep checking out the james cooley show it's your life we 
we are on television now, uh, over 100 countries. Uh, we're doing it, uh, 31 podcasts and more. And uh, we're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message. We'll be back the same time tomorrow. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.